The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 3500. Yeah, round number one and a big round number one too. So, oh goodness, we are diving back into Star Wars Squadrons and story mode. Look, we've been doing, this is episode 13 in that series. We're going to be wrapping it up in the next couple of episodes, but this time we are switching to the New Republic's point of view and finding out just how badly they've been damaged in the attacks by the terrible Titan Squadron. Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So yes, this is episode 3500 of the show. And yeah, it's awesome. And I also kind of don't know what to do with round numbers like this. Like, am I halfway to 4,000 or am I really 7 eighths of the way to 4,000 episodes? Or should I be thinking I'm 7 tenths of the way to 5,000? I don't know, but I'm just grateful that you have been here with me for this and that you've helped me continue to make this show, whether you've been here for 35 episodes or 350 or 3,500 of them, because I know there are some of you out there who have been around for that long, and I'm just, I'm so grateful that we get to continue to build this together. So yesterday we interrupted our Star Wars Squadron series to do the February 2024 look ahead and what's happening in Star Wars storytelling. Now we're going to dive back in. We've only got a couple more episodes left, I think. But this one is going to be Rally the New Republic. This is the mission that you are going to go on in this particular episode or that we're going to talk about in this episode. We're switching from the Empire perspective back to the New Republic perspective, if you recall. <laughs> excuse me, from our previous episodes, the Titan Squadron folks managed to do some serious damage to the Starhawk, and just as the Starhawk was about to get the finishing blow delivered to it by the Overseer, the Imperial Star Destroyer, being commanded by Teresa Carell, the Temperance jumped into the system and took the blow. And so... Now Titan Squadron was back regrouping and going to you know, get more weapons and get repairs as needed and get ready for their next mission. But while that's happening, we switch over to the New Republic and we find out just how bad the damage is. And it is bad. It's so bad, in fact, that General Syndulla has evacuated all personnel from the Starhawk and gotten them to the Temperance. So, yeah, now the Starhawk is basically you know, floating along, abandoned in space. And again, we don't know whether the folks in the Overseer know this yet, but I'm sure they're going to find out soon. Meanwhile, Lyndon Javes has one last desperate gambit to attempt. There's no way, apparently, that the Temperance can escape either because their hyperdrive has been damaged. So now, the only way to survive the fact that the Overseer is pursuing them and Imperial reinforcements are coming to cut them off is to try to get a distress call out. And so the mission during this particular part of the story mode is to 
find this old communications hub that Hera has located and get it working again and also get the communication satellites nearby it working again to provide enough of a signal boost where they can send a distress call and ask for any New Republic aid to come to them quickly. And if you recall from our previous discussion, one of the pitfalls of being around the Ringali Nebula and being forced into it by the Empire's attack is that it messes with their long-range communications. So this mission is a do-or-die situation. You either get this you know, hub, communications hub and commsats up and running, or not only is the Starhawk going to be toast, the Temperance will be toast as well. Now it's interesting too that up until this point of the story, this is the first time that both Vanguard Squadron and Titan Squadron have been in the same system together, and so I was wondering when we're actually going to have a face-off between those two squadrons. And it, this one is not the story mode moment where it happens. So again, and I have not been watching forward, so I don't know if it's going to happen, but it seems like it's going to have to happen at some point. There's also a bit of a ticking clock because Lyndon Jave says that, hey, at some point, Teresa Carell is going to figure out what we're doing and try to stop us. And that indeed does happen. A bunch of TIE bombers show up. They're not Titan Squadron TIE bombers, apparently, but yeah, they show up and you have to defeat those, and ultimately you get everything up and running, and Lyndon James is able to send a distress signal. Who should show up to help but the folks at Anvil Squadron, who were just utterly decimated by Titan Squadron at Moncala? So, you know, I guess... Uh... You know, that help is better than no help at all. They jump into the system along with a couple of Nebulan B frigates, like the medical frigate from Return of the Jedi, for example. So, yeah, they definitely bring some firepower into the system, so maybe that'll help. And maybe the people who survived the assault on Moncala that are in Anvil Squadron will be flying you know, sharper with a grudge, you know, with a chip on their shoulder, considering what they went through already. And at the end of the mission, Lyndon Javes tells Vanguard Squadron that it is going to be up to them to protect the Temperance and help it escape from the Empire. And he says, I'll buy you some time. And he hops in his own X-Wing and goes out to fly with Anvil Squadron, much to the dismay of Vanguard Squadron folks. But he says, yep, yeah, you know, this is it. Like, you've got to protect the Starhawk. You've got to protect the people who built it. Like, that is something that will light the fires of hope for the galaxy. And... Yeah, so don't worry about me. I've got Anvil Squadron here. You know, I'll help cover your escape. And by the way, Teresa Carell is kind of obsessed with me. So this is definitely going to take her attention away from the Temperance. All right, a couple other notes from the mission. One of the things that happens in there is that they send a jamming ship to try to block the communications. You have to blow up the jamming ship too. And this is all taking place around a moon in the vicinity of the Ringali Nebula called Galatin, which is the first appearance of this in either canon or legends. And it's basically just been completely messed up by the Ringali Nebula. It's fractured for all intents and purposes so just chunks of it have kind of been ripped off by the forces in the nebula which is crazy and then contributes to a very dangerous atmosphere in which you have to operate and then prior to the mission when you get to have those conversations with characters after the briefings you get to have one with Lyndon Jays where he is musing about how the empire thrives on you know certainty and a complete absolute belief in their morality and that what they're doing is right there's no room for doubt and in fact doubt is seen as disloyalty and that just again put me in mind of Varco Gray questioning the attack even just the the slightest bit 
on the Mon Cala mission about like, hey, are there patients on that medical frigate that we're about to blow up? Or maybe this is possibly too high a cost to consider blowing up the civilian transports that were trying to escape Moncala. Like, it actually a little bit echoes the kinds of things that Lyndon James was talking about at the very beginning in the prologue situation where he was being sent to destroy the Alderanian refugees. And he was like, yeah, no, they're non-combatants. We can't do this. This is not who the Empire is or supposed to be. Or it's just wrong. <laughs> just wrong, basically. Just straight up wrong. Anyway, so this is the kind of thing that Lyndon Javes is musing about prior to the mission. And he has arrived at the conclusion that to be a good leader, that doubt is a necessary element. Questioning decisions, being open to the questioning of one's decisions, but ultimately, of course, having to make a decision and move forward with it. So we end this part of the story with Vanderard Squadron protecting the Temperance, with Lyndon Javes joining the remains of Anvil Squadron to face off against the Imperial Star Destroyer Overseer, and we're going to switch back to the Imperial perspective on things for the next installment of the story. But for now, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. If you have enjoyed it for... 35 or 350 or 3500 episodes. I hope you'll consider sharing it with other Star Wars fans that you know. I hope you'll consider leaving a rating or review on your favorite podcast app. It only takes a moment to do so. And I hope you'll also consider whatever the app calls it. If it calls it subscribe or follow or join, please join me in this continuing Star Wars daily dose of joy journey where we're either seven tenths of the way to 5,000 or, you know, some other bizarre <laughs> fraction of things, however you want to call it. I hope you will continue to join me for it. And it just remains for me to say, thank you for joining me for this particular episode of the show as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be. By seven is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and/or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.